Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals get back to work with four weeks left in the regular season. Minnesota comes to town on Sunday, and Tarek El-Bashir from The Athletic will join us. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, April 1st. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way into Capital One Arena. We're back at it with a weekend just around the corner here on Caps This Morning. The Caps in the midst of a six-day break as they continue to rest and prepare for the Minnesota Wild Sunday at 7 o'clock. Another practice coming up at MedStar Capitals Iceplex later on this morning. In news from practice yesterday, Alex Ovechkin missed the first team skate in a few days, called a maintenance day by the team. Head coach Peter Laviolette said after practice that it is the expectation that Ovechkin will return to the ice this morning to skate with the team. Without Ovechkin yesterday, it was a little unclear what the lines might look like come Sunday, with Connor Sherry joining the top line on a temporary basis. Defenseman Trevor Van Riemsdyk skated with the team yesterday as well, but still in a non-contact blue jersey. His timetable for return continues to be a bit murky. It also appeared Michael Kempney is going to remain in the third pair on defense for now. Four weeks from today, the 21-22 regular season will come to a close for the Capitals. What will the month of April bring for Washington in that span? March was the best month of the season for the Caps as they finished with a 9-3-1 record, but it is a daunting task ahead starting on Sunday. There's only six home games left. Four of those will be against teams currently holding a playoff position. The longest road trip of the season for the Capitals is still to come this month. How about 10 hotel nights, five games, two in Canada, three out west, one of those against the number one team in all the NHL in Colorado. Eight road games in all remain, including a 2-2 two and two against the Islanders and Rangers to finish the season four weeks from tonight. Now, it would take a miracle by the Islanders, an apocalyptic month for the Caps to even make it close. So Washington almost certainly a playoff team right now. But as for the chance to try and make a climb out of fourth place in the Metro, that would take maybe even a better month in April than the Caps just finished in March. Yesterday at MedStar Capitals Iceplex, Tarek El-Bashir and I chatted at rinkside about the schedule upcoming, staying motivated without a lot to play for, the stock price of Connor McMichael seems to be going up. And when might we get a look for the first time at Johan Larson in a Capitals uniform? All right, hanging out here at the rink. You read him in the athletic. You see him on TNT. He's the king of all media. Tark El-Bashir joining us. Tell me a little bit about the big picture here as far as this team. You're sitting in the second wild card. You don't have a lot of upward mobility, if we're being honest. The schedule this team has the rest of the way, but you're not really going to get caught either. This team's in a little bit of a limbo here with a month to go. I would agree with that, John. I think what they're going to need to do is they're going to need to manufacture reasons to come out and play hard. And these next few games, like you said, they got some really quality competition. I, I think 
think you're going to see their best because I, I do feel like this team, for the most part this season, has risen up and met challenges. They dial in. They're a veteran group. They like the challenges. Then it, the schedule goes into a little bit of a lull before getting hard again. So I think the challenge is going to be why are we playing so hard right now when what really matters is a month from now? But in reality, it's really difficult to flip the switch. And we've seen this team struggle with that in the past. And so they're going to have to find a way when you get down to like seven or eight games to go to say, okay, it's important for us, even if we aren't really into playing these Western Conference teams on the road, we need to have our game in order so that when we get to the postseason, we're clicking on all cylinders. We are still figuring out what the forwards are going to look like, and maybe as soon as Sunday against Minnesota, at some point soon anyway, we're going to see what Johan Larson is all about and who may come out of the lineup, all things being equal. This is a guy, as Marcus Johansson told me at Buffalo, he's a feisty little Swede. Interested to see what he brings defensively to this team. (laughs) Feisty little Swede, I love that. Uh, And that's an apt description of his game. Been watching him for a long time. You know, it's funny, every time I look at, okay, well, who's going to come out of the lineup when they're completely healthy? Well, you know what? This team is never completely healthy. So, and I look, knock on wood, I don't want to see anyone else get hurt in practice or whatever, but I do feel like they're going to continue to have guys in and out of the lineup with, with health issues. Uh, and also down the stretch, remember, they're going to have 13 NHL forwards. You're going to be able to rest guys if you need to here and there. If someone's got a nagging something, you're able to, you know, kind of sub in someone else. Larson just gives them a lot of flexibility. Like, he played a lot of center in Arizona. So you can start moving things around. You know, we've seen Lars Eller get moved to the wing. We've seen Connor McMichael play both spots. You know, I, I think initially my thought was Larson was going to slot into the Carl Haglin role on the fourth line. I'm not so sure that's 100% accurate. I think he can move a little higher up in the lineup if necessary. I think he can play third line. So it's going to be really interesting. Uh, first of all, we need everyone healthy so we can see what it's actually going to look like. Because one thing about Peter Laviolette is he does, he may not tell you, but he shows his cards. He'll, he'll show you. So if everyone is healthy, I think Sunday's game is probably going to be the lineup that is going to be the postseason lineup in Laviolette's head, if everyone's healthy. In the show-me category, yes. I feel like Connor McMichael has gotten, maybe that stock's risen a little bit here and seeing a little more offensive productivity. When there was an opportunity for Eller to be on the wing, it was McMichael who was at center. It never happened because they ended up not getting Dowd back in that game, but it seems like maybe in the eyes of the coaching staff that Connor McMichael is getting a little bit more of a look that maybe he did here for most of the season. They at least want to see it. And look, if we're being honest here, Lars has not had the greatest year. He's had COVID twice. In general, though, I think his offensive production's down a little bit. His underlying numbers aren't as strong as they have been in the past. Now, there's a litany of reasons for that. Again, he had COVID twice, so he missed long stretches. He's had a revolving door on both wings. That's not a great situation either. But look, I I think it's hard for anyone who's watched both McMichael and Eller play this year to say that McMichael doesn't deserve more playing time. He does. And I think the team, after looking at his advanced analytics here over the last two or three weeks, they've been really good at driving play, creating scoring chances. Maybe the numbers aren't there yet, but you can see that McMichael has overcome that wall that the rookies typically hit you know in January you can see the game is slowing down in his head he made a play I don't remember the game where he made a stretch pass in the D zone 
right onto someone's tape that just was a high-level play. That's something he would have made with the London Knights. He wouldn't have tried that in November in the NHL. Not only did he try it, he pulled it off, and it led to a scoring chance. So you can see the gears are starting to slow down a little bit because he's, he's just he's seeing things. He's going to be a good player for a long time, and I think he's going to be a center. I think that his play over the last month has earned him that look, and I think we're going to see him play there. Again, it all comes back to who's the odd man out. It's a good problem to have if you're talking about, okay, are we taking Connor McMichael or out? Are we taking Lars Eller out? Are we? T-? That's a good problem to have. That, that means you've got good depth up front. This team in the next four, when we talk about the upward mobility or the lack thereof, the one thing they do have, and you could, I guess, look at this as a silver lining, you're going to have to raise your caliber of competition given who you're playing to. You've got Minnesota Sunday. You've got Tampa Bay Wednesday. Next weekend, you're looking at the Boston Bruins who are playing terrifically. You have to go to Pittsburgh, and that always gets the juices going. So in the next four, big challenges, all of them, but if you can elevate your game at this time of year, that's what you want to be doing, and you hope to do it against good competition. Absolutely. Players and coaches hate the, the term measuring stick game. But these really are games where they want to kind of see how they measure up against some of the league's best. And look, Minnesota's hot. I mean, you're not going to see them until the Stanley Cup final if if you get that far. But at some point, if you go far, you're going to go through Tampa Bay. They're the two-time champion. You know, they've had a little bit of a lull, but we know what they can do when they're on top of their game. I think they're a little bored the way the Capitals got in years past. Boston, in my opinion, is the best, most complete team in the East. Pittsburgh... I'm never going to count them out. I mean, with the way Tristan Jerry's playing and you look at that lineup and you're always like, how are they still doing what they're doing? And I'm sure people look at the Capitals and probably wonder the same thing to a certain extent. But in my mind, the Penguins are probably a slight, you know, maybe a tier ahead of the Capitals right now. So again, I think these four games, I, I think the Capitals have shown throughout the year, they do raise their game when they have to dial in and they have to focus to keep from getting embarrassed or run out of the run out of the rink and I, I think they're going to look at it as okay let's see what we got here Let, let's see where we are three weeks out from the postseason always appreciate Tarek El-Bashir stopping by around the Metropolitan Division tonight the New York Islanders are going to play the back half of two games in two nights they visit the Rangers in Madison Square Garden at seven but there's a whole lot of divisional play coming up on Saturday Pittsburgh Penguins going to be in Denver. They take on the Avs at 3 o'clock Eastern tomorrow. That's a game you can see, by the way, on ABC. Columbus going to be in Boston tomorrow night at 7. Carolina playing host to Minnesota tomorrow night before the Wild come to the district on Sunday. That game is at 7 on Saturday night. The Caps going to be well-rested against a Wild team finishing up two games in as many nights on a long Eastern road trip. It's the Capitals and the Minnesota Wild coming up Sunday at 7, 6.45 airtime on 106.7 The Fan and Caps Radio 24-7. Ben's going to be back with me on Monday to take a look at the game with the Wild and the week upcoming. But in the meantime, have a great Friday and a great weekend, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Cap! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.